Welcome in everyone to another edition of the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. Two niggas on the couch. We have a very <laughs> special guest, Victor. Yes, we do. Very special very guest. Special I feel special. Long time listener. Long time listener. Long time listener. Never listened to, to a single podcast. He was the first one to say, y'all think it's got to do a podcast. Yeah, he looked at us and was like, I, actually, I see something in you too. It's chemistry to I believe the exact words, I don't believe in podcasts. <laughs> That's what I said. We got Cousin Daryl on the show. Cousin Daryl in the building. Cousin Daryl. Now, for you who don't know, Cousin and Daryl, uh, what have you been like overseas like five, six times killing the Taliban? I mean, I was in Iraq. I didn't go to Afghanistan. But yes. Okay. I said overseas, but okay. All right. West Point graduate. Uh, what else have you done in your life that you deserve, like, needs to be talked about? Anything kept you, you want? alive. Yeah, kept, like, kept us alive. So you're, thank you, you for that. You're welcome for my service. <laughs> <laughs> we have his beautiful fiance, Bethany, in the house as well. Hey. <laughs> And as always, Cassie. She also <laughs> Cassie's in the background. Uh, but we wanted, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, a lot of music stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Talk about Rihanna becoming a billionaire. Scarlett Johansson sued Disney. And the United States of America led the medal count in the Olympics. USA, baby. <laughs> USA okay. and how we do it. But we got to start off, Victor, by talking about the baby. This has been something that's been in our group chat for at least, what, two weeks? Yeah, Daryl's in, too. Yeah, Daryl's in the group chat. Yeah, I... I we gotta recognize that I'm in the group crowd. Like, <laughs> put my business out there. We won't. We won't name. We won't say the name of the group chat because that might offend some people. Uh, but no, Daryl. Let's just like rehash. Rolling Loud, Miami. The baby goes on stage, yeah. has a whole yeah. bunch of homophobic remarks. Next thing you know, he gets dropped from Lollapalooza, Austin City Limits, iHeart Music Festival. He's losing sponsorships. There's rumors that his label, Warner Brothers Music, is probably going to drop him. This has been a huge discussion uh, among us, but. Tell people what are your thoughts on the baby and what he said and the reaction to what he said. So I, my way of thinking about all this stuff, and I said it in the, in the, in the chat, like everyone's like it's cancel culture. Yeah. It's not cancel culture. It's accountability culture for some people. They're being held accountable for their actions. For the baby, and it's also it's about money. It's just about money. All right. So let's put it this way: the same thing that Atlanta did um, for the Braves and everything else. If you think you're going to alienate people that are going to spend money. On that concert, and you're gonna stay on that. It's not gonna happen. So the promoters saw this. They're like, "This dude is not gonna make us money anymore." And the minute that he becomes profitable, or that, that he's his the thing blows over, and they think he's profitable again, he'll get it. Like Louis C.K. is trying to make a comeback, and that dude was beaten off in the corner like, <laughs> in front of people. But and, you know, so like they looked at it, they're like, "Oh, this dude's not profitable. He's gonna get he's you know," and he's trying to make a comeback because someone right now is like, "Ah, it's kind of blown over. He's gonna be profitable again." So it's gonna happen with the baby, but. Again, like, on the bigger, like, oh, no, this cancel culture thing, like, name a dude that got canceled that didn't deserve it. I don't think it's dudes, too. It's like, I look at Roseanne. I mean, yeah. Like, Ro- like Roseanne, you, you, know, can't, you can't dress up. deserved it. it. Look, at, look at Ellen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she was mean as fuck. Yeah. I mean, so, like, but, like, long story short, you know, it, it just comes down to money, all right? It's 2021. 20, 20, is that what year it is? It's 2021. All right. And society is deemed that like anti-Semitism, bigotry, all that stuff doesn't fly no more like it used to. It's it's not the 50s where you can slap your wife and be like, hey, darky. You know, <laughs> that doesn't work no more. So, I mean, and so and and there's a vocal population that, that you know, pays for their money. They're like, yo, I'm not going to put money and support this. It kills me that I haven't eaten. Um, what is that? I haven't eaten Wendy's since I found out they supported the Trump campaign. <laughs> People don't want to put their money at something they don't believe in. So, I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Right. And I think it's something I look at it like 
when you go back to the 60s, and again, this is a very different time, but like the bus boycott. Like, why did why did they boycott going on the buses? It's because they knew that African-Americans like had the most money for these buses. And they said, if we stop going, they're going to get hurt and they're going to lose our revenue. Like the Republicans now would call that cancel culture. Like, oh, they're trying to like cancel the buses. Like, no, like this is how it's, 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 yeah. it's effective. It's always how it's been done. Yeah. I like the baby where it's like, look, as a heterosexual black man, like we haven't always been the most accepting of the LGBT community. Like we just haven't. And I think once he said, number one, why are you even saying that to your fans? Like that's also kind of weird. Just, he's, he's just hype. Like it's all this like, you could have said the most. You could say like, yo, all the ugly bitches shut up. Like, right, which I think he he up. even said some misogynistic like, stuff. Like, yeah, but you were like, yo, you got HIV, put, put your hands down. Like, yeah, like, like whoa, you can suck a dick in the parking lot. Like whoa, what? what you just see, bro? Like, I know yeah. exactly. We were in Miami the same weekend as Rolling Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see any of that go down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was in a different part of Miami, but uh, I do think though, because Victor, you and I have talked about this, where you think he's like going to be okay. I'll be fine. You think he's like come back? Think, not even a comeback. You don't no, think? It's not even. It's well, it'll be. They'll call it a comeback. But like he's gonna drop an album sooner or later. I think how Daryl was saying earlier, we should just he should just wait till next year, take the year off, take the year off, take the time. Like yo, bro, you fucked up. You said wild shit. You just said you said the wild shit, and you can't be saying no more. And however you feel on the inside, you can't say that shit outside like that. Right. Say it amongst your friends and your family, not in front of thousands of people on a fucking stage. But I mean, that'd even be weird to say to like your friends and family. No, not necessarily. Hey, who are you thinking about sucking dick up in here? Like, wait, what? Well, your friends don't know who you are as a person. Accept you. Yeah. Fans don't know who you are. Fans know you as the as the baby. They don't know who you are behind closed doors and like all that kind of stuff. So take the year off. Fucking go talk to some people in the next community. Learn something, right? Learn, learn how those words are very dangerous. How it's problematic. Next year, January first, drop the album. Fucking be back. But I mean, I think the bigger thing though is like he's gonna come back, but I think he's permanently killed his reach. Yes. Like I mean, because I I, I compare them to another rappers or group, the Migos. Them fools are everywhere. They doing Sprite commercials. They were with Katy Perry. All right, you know the baby's never gonna be on Katy Perry's album. Right. No. All right. He Dua Lipa did that one song with him. She's like, I don't want to even. And then I too to take it down because she has a song with Pop Smoke that says even more wild shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's dead. Everyone, he can't, he can't, he can't speak ill of the dead <laughs> for like another two years. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, so but on the bigger scale, so like again, talking about all these festivals. I mean, let's be honest. Who pays? Who goes to festivals? It's mostly white college kids or like middle class, upper middle class. Yeah, I mean, but it's also it's so it's white college kids, but just college general college personnel in general again. More, you know, it's it's a it's a more inclusive community than it was eighty years ago. They're not gonna get again. They're not paying for it. So again, he's lost his reach. So you know, he's not gonna get that Sprite commercial. He's not gonna get those little things. And like, so he he will bounce back. And what I'm scared of, because you know, he's trying to go the route of like, oh, I'm just doing my own thing in Charlotte. We just have our like, we don't give a, we don't give a shit. Yeah. We're do our own damn thing. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then you'll be like the king of Charlotte forever. Right. But that's not that's exactly. that's gonna be the extent of your reach. Yeah. And like he. He was on the path to get okay. bigger, and he set himself back. And you know, and I saw, I saw, I mean, you saw those posts like, oh, he can do it. He can do a concert with Little Boosie. I'm like, all right, what's Little Boosie doing? Like, yeah, all right, get those dudes that all want to say wild dumbass shit and be like, yo, we can do what we want. Like, yeah, you're gonna have your, you're gonna have your following that likes you, and y'all gonna have your one single that was good for like ten years ago that you're just gonna play every time, like. Swag and surf it out there. It's gonna be fun, but um, like that's gonna be the the peak of your reach. And I mean, 
it depends on what he wants to be because like he's still gonna be a millionaire. Yeah. He's, you know, but he's gonna is he gonna be like Boosie badass millionaire or is he gonna be like Migos millionaire? Like, you right. know, what does he want his reach to it, be? It's basically like you're gonna go on the Chitlin circuit. It's like you're gonna go to all like the hood spots and you'll it's stay, like you'll stay in the south. You'll stay in the, the south. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's a fun party. Yeah, like, it is. Like, no, I'll go stay, to one. Play the Novo. You play the small. You want to get the Staples centers. You want to no. get the arenas. No. Because of what you did. And, right. And I think I think like all we need to do is like he needs to pull an Eminem. Like Eminem you had know, El- Lil Nas, no, Lil Nas X. Like he's on, fire now. Lil he's on, on fire. he goes on SNL. What's the Call Me by Your Name? Or yeah. Whatever that song is. Like that yeah. was big. Got a song with Jack Harlow. I watched the music video. Was not expecting video to see. Video was a little out there. Video was a little. I was. The song is dope. The instrumental is dope. Like the horns and the beat. But then like when I saw Forty Niggas dude twerking in the shower and jail, I was like, what am. I mean, is this? It is 2021. Hey, do I need parental blocks on this? <laughs> I don't think my mom would approve. Eat chip. <laughs> you gonna bring that back? <laughs> but no, I do think it's interesting because we also talk about like that happened recently was Rihanna. Like Rihanna, like officially became a billionaire. Eat the rich. Oh, okay, you want to elaborate on that? Like, are we? You don't know the saying, "Eat the rich." I do, but what is? Call these rich motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I concur. Are, are you not happy for so, Rihanna? Like, no, first off, no, I'm not happy for nobody being a billionaire, bro. Okay, billionaire tell is me. A fucking ridiculous number, bro. Okay. You understand how high remember that is? I understand in it. In seconds, that's like 32 fucking years. In just, seconds. Let's put it this way. You know a million? Yes. It's a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a thousand of them. Like, I'm all for making your money, but like, I read a joke online. Someone should have like a contest. Like, once you get a billion dollars, you, you win. You just that's, win. You that's win. it. Like, you, you beat capitalism. <laughs> After that, everybody goes to work. But I mean, so, like, so, yeah, there's two sides to it. One, okay. it's, you know, uh, black businesswoman. Getting Love getting it. recognition, make what you do is like Oprah, same thing. Like yes. and it I don't know how many honestly, I don't know how many black female billionaires yeah, there are. The second one? This, this, I mean probably behind Oprah, like I mean I, I don't know. So I think on that side, yes, proud of that. I'm also mad because I mean she ain't never come out with an album again because she ain't got to work anymore. <laughs> like I, I mean, like I hope like I'm, I hope she's like in Bitcoin or something that crashes. Oh she got, she got damn, damn. Like, damn! One of those weird like Dogecoin, something like that. One of those weird shaky, shaky cryptos, and she got to get back in the album. But like I'm happy for her. But uh, yeah, back to what back to what Vic was saying though. Like yeah, the whole billionaire stuff is little. It's is 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 bad. It's scary. Like Jeff Bezos. He could be like, yo, right now I'm gonna just end hunger because I want to. Right, but so okay, let's but, let, let's go to the, let's space cowboy instead. Let, let's go to the other side though. Like, yes, there is like that side of it where you have basically this huge pissing contest between Elon Musk, Bronson, Richard Branson yeah, from Bur- from from uh, Virgin. But then you look at someone like Jeff Bezos' ex-wife becomes the third like richest woman in the world, and then she just starts donating it. Yeah. So I think yeah. when you bring up Rihanna, like I've never bought anything from Fendi. Uh, but I know, like, her website's super inclusive. So if you have this little girl from Barbados who grows to become a billionaire, like, who knows the reach she could have? Like, yeah, eat the rich. Like, that's bad. Like, we all want to get money, and there should be a lot for all of us. But at the same time, like, what if she gave back? I think that's, like, the biggest thing. I guess I'm more optimistic about it. Like, yeah, her music's probably not going to come out because it's going to be hard to take her seriously when she's talking about falling in love. And it's like, you have to crush somebody on the bottom. So, so who did she crush? She crushed some fucking sweatshop in China, probably. Make that shit. <laughs> mm, I mean, no, you can't have Amazon, for example. Jeff Bezos, he crushes Amazon workers in fucking Arkansas. You know right. Like become a billionaire like that, it's very immoral. So that's how you look at it. But like, it's what it is. Like, you can't become that fucking rich and not crush someone. But if she like takes her, her wealth and then turns around and does something positive, do you think that outweighs what someone she's gave, doing? Gave money to fucking Jews. Do that, that, that's, so, that's, okay, that's so, a stretch. Let's, let's do it no. a different way. Let's do it a different way. 
So it's, it's one of those things is, do we want to have a select few amount of people that have uh, billions of dollars and we just hope that they're the ones that save society. No, absolutely because not. Because they're not doing it. No, absolutely not. And they have, like, you know, same thing, like Bill Gates. And, like, yeah, he's like, yo, I want to fight malaria. That's great. And he did a good job of that. He also did something where he's like, yo, I want to change the schooling district because I don't want this to happen in my state because I want my kid to be in this school. And single-handedly could crush that. Right. So, I mean, a lot of water right now. And that's the thing, too. So, it's like, do we want... Are we hoping for the benevolence of some random billionaire who's made his billions through crushing people to just one day be like, you know what? Today I'm gonna be a good dude. I'm gonna help right, you. right. I'm gonna help when I kill you. <laughs> so, no, I think we like we all want to eat and we all want it like money, but at the same time, it's like for for me, I hate like I shouldn't say hate, but when the story comes out or the narrative comes out with someone like Kylie Jenner. And it's like, oh, self-made billionaire. It's like, well, you're not really self-made. I think, like, Rihanna, like, I give her flowers where it's like, no, like, you came from this island. Like, you. Rihanna's definitely more self-made than Kylie. She is. And, like, I think that's good for her. Like, it's good for young black girls to see, like, hey, like, I don't have to just do this one thing, like, throughout my whole life. I think the big of it is, like, big ups to Rihanna. And I hope that she does the right things with it. And I think that if anyone would in that billionaire, you know, cohort, she's probably one that's more likely to do it. But at the same time, like, you know, I think when you get to that level of wealth and stupidity, like, the rest of the world doesn't even really exist to you. Like, you don't no. see it in the same way. Correct, yeah. Like, you don't see nothing I mean, you though. know, like, hey, I, I may make jokes about it, like, you know, when we go on vacation, like, we go to the DR. Like, do we go to slums? No, no, we no. <laughs> like, yeah. any country you go to is like, yo, put me, I, I, I want, I want marble floors, I want golden chandeliers. I like, I'm not trying to see, like, there's sadness everywhere. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to go on a sadness vacation, I'm trying to have a good time. And like, and I mean, like, same thing, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's like, I'm on a yacht, like, I almost, like, right. I want to see what's going on out there. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about this yacht crew and what they're doing. Right, well, it's actually interesting because I think, like, as we look at actors, it only, like they'll only do something when it affects them so it's funny that you bring up Leonardo DiCaprio and like one of his roles that I think he played the best character was the Wolf of Wall Street he only did the role of Wolf of Wall Street because he lost 20 million dollars to a Ponzi scheme so yeah. he, he got affected by that and was like oh other people should know about this like <laughs> hey Scorsese are you busy okay let's do this yeah oh I'm Oscar nominated okay, I'm, a little, I'm a little hot right now it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good performance <laughs> yeah. like, no 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 keep rolling yes this movie's three hours but keep rolling when I watched that movie cast and I like paused that shit four times we're like, we're going to get some Chinese. We're going to take Frank on a walk. We're going to call mom. We're going to church. Like, even black churches, lo- like, less of, less, of, less of time than this. That movie was super long. But, no, I do want to stay with, uh, with the Hollywood theme and, and women. Um, Scarlett Johansson, earlier this week, or last week, sued Disney for Black Widow coming out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So, she said that she sued them for $20 million. Uh, in her contract, it was said that she had a lot of incentives. Thing, right? It was like ticket sales, a lot of ticket sales. So the movie got pushed back three times. Uh, I think Captain Marvel, which came out in 2019, that was the last Marvel movie to come out in the theaters before the pandemic, grossed 427 million. So you know, if you're a big time actor, yeah. So Victor, your overall thoughts on just what Scarlett's doing in the future of kind of cinema? Like, because I know you and I talked earlier about you saw Mortal Kombat on HBO Max, and you're like, yeah, I'm definitely not paying for this. No, so I can just watch it at home. One hundred percent. There's no reason for me to go to the theater if I have to. I'll have to. Right. I like it before. So do you I think like this sets a precedent no, with, with with Scarlett suing Disney? Is this like a precedent well, that like unfor- we're gonna see? It's unfortunate, but she, this is the future now. And they, she just happens to be. She's gonna set the tone for the future for other actors. And also, she's a female. She's probably underpaid. So she's gonna, she's gonna be setting the tone for everybody else going forward. And now Disney's gonna be like, 
how do we handle these contracts now? Like, do we give them merchandising sales, or do we give them like how are we gonna get their money to them? Because obviously, it's gonna bring. It's in, not gonna be box office tickets. It won't anymore. be. It won't be box office like how it used to be. Well, let's say go in China, obviously, and that's different. But I think it's just we we'll have to see what happens. Did you watch the movie already? I did. It was it was good, but like. I'm kind of glad I watched it at home. I was like... I mean, so are we talking okay. about... So there's also two. So are we talking about, like, solo character-driven movies where it's, like, one lead actor? Because, like, you know, like, Will Smith, Robert Downey Jr., like, on their own... But, like, what about, like, an Avengers-type thing where they have an ensemble of, right? you know, how many people? Like, right. I don't know if... Obviously... Disney's gonna make a billion dollars off every movie. Exactly, <laughs> but <laughs> but they'll be okay. Go be somebody, crushing somebody. somebody get crushed. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. So like, how do you structure that deal to where you know these these ensemble casts where you have these you know all of these A list actors, all of them can't get a cut. All of them right. can't get. You probably gotta do like NBA contracts. Like, yo, over the next four years, we're gonna pay you X amount of money. Yeah, right. I mean, and a lot of them sign up for like multi movie deals. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like right. I was trying to compare it to like because I, I think that was the biggest thing about Scarlet to me was like when you watch the movie. Florence Pugh, who plays her sister, she's good enough to take over the Black Widow role. Uh, especially when you look at the MCU and you look like in the timeline that we're currently in, like Scarlett Johansson's character is no longer alive. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, spoilers, same thing with Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. It was like, oh no, he got killed off because Wait, what? his contract was over. You got killed? <laughs> Wait, you tell me what now? Iron Man did. <laughs> so that's why you got So his contract's up. And he didn't want to pay no more for him. Well, he doesn't know if he wants to be a part of it. And yeah. then also, if you're Iron Man, like you might like Iron Man. If you're Robert Downey Jr., you might be like, "Yo, I just did how many Avengers? Iron Man one, two, three. Like I've done this since nobody's on the top of them. Like I'm like I'm tired. Like well, I want to like, I mean, he was pushing out other projects too. Because I think he was trying to do like a Sherlock Holmes one, like a yeah. third one or something and then like he that. He was uh, Doctor Doolittle, which like was another Disney movie. Yeah, so I mean, it's you know, it's, it's, it's one a, of those things. Like you get you get used to those those characters and those actors and like. Big contract, nice money. You know, but the thing is, the same thing. Like, you don't know how it's on their side. They might be like, if I have to, because I know Chris Evans was like, I'm tired of playing Captain America. <laughs> right, I want to do more. I want to bring out. And he was very vocal about it. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, back to the contract stuff. Like, it's it's going to be hard in the future. And I don't know how I don't know how the theaters survive because one, like, yeah, COVID is still out there. Yeah, it's still mutating or whatever. Another thing too is like, if you look at the way. Everyone's set up now. They've already they've already identified their thing. There's no matter every station. There's a plus. There's a BET plus. Yes, Peacock just came out. Disney plus, Hulu plus. I mean, oh, Amazon. HBO Max was amazing. For yeah, me. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, but seriously, it's a BET plus. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you just can't get enough Tyler Perry stuff, I mean, I mean, no. if they get Martin on it, I'm, but okay, Martin's you know, on anyway. Amazon though. That's the thing. That's why it's all about competition. Eventually, right. where it's probably knowing now, all these little streaming services are somewhere going to die out and somewhere going to get bought out. I mean, the fact that you have, what is it, Viacom, which partnered with uh, Paramount Paramount Plus, and then, like, it was, like, CBS and Nickelodeon had to partner, because, like, CBS, nothing but old people, Nickelodeon, nothing but young kids, we're both falling by the wayside, let's partner together. We have to. We have to for survival, because everyone else is killing them. But I do think it's interesting when you talk about contracts, so you look at someone like uh, Samuel Jackson, like, he signs this contract with Marvel where it's like, I need to be in 10 films. 10 Marvel movies and he could be in there for like 30 seconds and yeah. he's like boop boop like that's, that's my check <laughs> but, that's, but that's also I mean that's big yeah, yeah. that's big for him hey, he's probably he's got a good agent <laughs> yeah he does he does and like yeah I mean back to Scarlet like you know what was the agent doing how did agent set her up that's well, remember that was before COVID that was probably like true you know, like, like you can't that money's gonna be set like, hindsight's 2020 you probably about to get paid $100 million girl we set like, <laughs> right exactly see the yeah. world coming to exactly Pacific theaters have closed down. Oh, like, Arc- only- isn't ArcLight just now coming Arc- back? No, they're, they're, done. they're done, right? Pacific. Yeah. That's their luxury version. They're done. So once AMC buys them out, 
Like, there's not many theaters left. People are at home all day watching this shit. So and it's, like, it's it's comfortable to be at home. Like, I'll be honest, $30 for a Disney Plus movie is better than going out. Like, if we, if we go out, like, I'm just $15 a ticket for two people. And that's putting $15 is cheap. Then I got to get my popcorn. Yeah. I got to get my... Yeah. Gallon of soda, yeah. My gallon of butter yeah. to go on my popcorn. <laughs> yeah. How long do you have the movie for when you rent it? Like it's it's yours. You own it. Oh, for just you have it. So like yeah. we recently we purchased Jungle Cruise, thirty dollars. Watched with my grandfather. Went so to CVS. Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on a river. Yes, that's, that's how I see it. That's it. But no, we went to CVS. We got some popcorn, got some candy, Jeez. some trail mix, some sodas, and we're like, we just spent less than like fifty bucks for all this. You go to a movie for four tickets. That's at least eighty. Yeah, so, at least. But again, Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on a river. I right, spoilers. All right, check this out. <laughs> you got a, a curse, a curse captain. Yep. With a curse crew. Yep. Uh, who's feuding? Same thing. Who's feuding? Who's feuding with his with his old crew? Yep. You have a uh, a British lady, British lead actress that needs to go find some magical oh, MacGuffin. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she has like some families goes with it. So I mean, literally, Pirates of the Caribbean on a river. Yeah, but um, it's still gonna gross a lot of money. And then, and, like in the end, there's always some uh, some cliffhanger that can set up the next movie. Yep, visibility. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's based on it's based on a, a park ride, yeah, theme yeah. ride at Disneyland. Disney's is smart, but it was entertaining. Like, it was I good. It. I, I mean, mean Will the Rock is first off, good. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, that man! That man stays <laughs> that, cashing that checks. That man can do no wrong. I mean, like, who makes more checks? Not more money, but hot checks. Him or Snoop? Oh. I mean, I feel like The Rock is in a lot, though. You seen the fucking that thing I sent you guys? Yeah, where yeah. he's like... <laughs> I feel like The Rock makes more. Well, the, Snoop, makes, makes Snoop more does more. Like, yes. <laughs> Wasn't Snoop, Snoop doing everywhere. like... I guarantee you there's some Snoop Dogg body wash somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Doggy fresh. Uh, well, no, it's actually interesting that you do bring up... Uh, you know, we, we're talking about Disney Plus and streaming. Uh, a couple weeks ago, John Skipper, who's the former president of ESPN... He, you know, started his own venture and he used to do a contracts with sports rights and how those are also things that are kind of going by the wayside and how people are paying more money because they're not watching as much on cable, but streaming services. And he brought up an interesting point where it's like in the next couple of years, you might have to pay for the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl might be pay-per-view. And then I thought about that. And then if you think about it, let's say they charge you what? How much is like a boxing match? Like 80 UFC, like 80 bucks. Up to 50 to 100 So let's say that it's a hundred dollars to watch the Super Bowl. Is that something that, like, one, you see as being feasible, and two, would you pay that? Do I got to watch commercials? That, I mean, that was our big <laughs> question. I, said, I was like, I was like if, if I'm paying that kind of money, I want to hear a fucking cussing on the sideline. Yeah. yeah it's, it, I want to hear some cussing on the sideline. First off, is it going to be X-rated? Probably not. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna give everyone in the NFL steroids? Let them go full full board like this. I mean, make this the Coliseum. Get them all steroids. Get them hyped up the fourth thing. Like this gladiator. I want to see what the body could do with some steroids. I mean, it's it's weird. Like monetizing everything. Like I don't I don't like it. I don't want it to go that way. But I mean, it's the same thing. Like. Go to Super Bowl watch party. Everyone chips in five bucks. That's, if you go to Super Bowl, watch commercials for that kind of money. But aren't commercials part of it though? But then do the commercials give me fucking discount codes? Okay, okay. That but, would make me more like okay, commercials. Watch out for the commercials because we have out discount codes for various things. What if they had a Super Bowl where it's hundred dollars pay per view, no commercials, and they also included live betting? I'm like, you know what this early reminds me of? What's that? Spirit Airlines. <laughs> you want some water? That's going to be $50. You want a bag? $50. You want a seatbelt? $100. You want me to print your ticket out 
fifty dollars. Like <laughs> you want me to fly this plane? That's two fifty. <laughs> can you? Can, yeah, yeah. But can you land? Can, can you land though? Like, <laughs> I'll get this him in the air, but you might have to land. I mean, it's, but is the monetizing of every single thing trying to extract every ounce of wealth they can out of it? And the problem is, it's you know, it's it's is the NFL too big? Like the NFL is considered a monopoly. Is the NFL or, too big to fail? Or not too big to fail, but. It is a it is a monopoly. It is so. I mean, all these sports leagues essentially are authorized monopolies. The NBA has no nothing else. Right. NBA, NFL has nothing else. So I mean, when you own it, you can pretty much do what you want with it. And I think the only thing that would get in the way of that is again because these are authorized monopolies would be like Congress talking about stuff, and they've talked about stuff before. Right. Um, because I mean, more because they're like, oh, you guys shouldn't be trying to be too woke, you know? Yeah, you, yeah. You might, we might revoke some of your stuff because as a monopoly, but um, which is stupid. But I think something along these lines, it's you know, at some point, you, you got to stop just kicking the consumer in his wallet. Like, but know? are they going to do that? It's like we said forever that oh, they're never going to go past a 16, 17 game week schedule, and then boom, like this year we're going to have eighteen money, weeks. Money, keep, the money talks, but we'll see how long it lasts. I mean, who's going to, like, here's my biggest thing. It's like, what can the NFL really do to have you stop watching? Like, my favorite football team moved closer to me, and I'm, I, like, I still don't support the Chargers, but still, like, I'll still watch football every Sunday. We've seen multiple domestic violence. We've had people commit murders. We've had all that shit. And guess what? Every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday during football season, they are the number one most watched thing in prime time. Well, because they are on the right time of the year, though. No, they are, but, like, is there anything that would get you to stop watching? I mean, so again, it's it's it could be one of those things so, where like you keep ahead. doing small things to break the camel's back. Like they definitely have started. But but, but but what are those small things? Because we've already looked, we've well, already looked ever past since so the much. Thing, I definitely have not cared about football anymore. I stopped playing fantasy football pretty much because of that. Um, I don't really why I'm always busy at work anyways. Like I'll watch it if it's on, but like I'm not really going out of my way as much as I used to anymore because of right. the situation. But I, I I don't know. Like the problem too is, is like. You can separate the NFL from individuals. You know, you got that. You know, you got that dude that does something. All right, oh, suspended. Blah blah blah. They rid of him, or depending on if he's that good. Right, right. You know, like, if he's if he's profitable and if he's gonna like, get you, you and if he's gonna get like, you that ring, yeah. that's gonna go. You know, he's gonna play again. Um, but I, I look at it from the standpoint of like, okay, I understand what you're saying. Like, but when the NFL messes up, like the one thing that really pissed me off about the NFL, what they did for breast cancer awareness, like oh, the, pink stuff. the pink stuff. It's like D'Angelo Williams. His grandmother, I believe, had cancer. He changed his shoes to do and pink cleats. Yeah, and then he got fined by the NFL. Then the next year, I think his mom got breast cancer, so he changed it to pink. Both years, he got fined by the NFL. The NFL got so much pushback for it that then every October, they had their athletes wear pink. You could buy those pink jerseys. Then it comes out that they're only giving 2% of those jersey like sales to actual Susan G. Coleman. Like, the, uh, the owners are profiting off the n- other 98%. So when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's really shady by the NFL, but I'm still watching. But I guess something like that, we expected to happen. No, but I mean, like, like we can go over, like, what's going on, like, and Daryl. Like, Daryl lives on the East Coast. Like, look at the Washington football team. One, they had to change their name. That's number one. Daniel Snyder was out there pimping cheerleaders, and it's like, oh, my God, he might lose ownership control. He got even more ownership. He became the full majority owner of it. And it wasn't until, like, FedEx stepped in and was like, hey, we're going to pull our name from the stadium if you don't change from Redskins to something else. So I do think, like, we put up with a lot of stuff, and we're just like, well, it's football. It's things we do with family. We'll put, like, stuff on the grill. We'll tailgate. We'll drink Budweiser. And we'll watch these grown men run as hard as they can, hit each other as hard as they can for three hours, and we'll do it every year. 
So when, when I hear someone like a former TV executive, not just any TV executive, but former ESPN guy who works with contracts, uh, sports contracts, say we're, de- we're going down the path of pay-per-view Super Bowl, I can honestly believe that. I mean, yeah, save your money. Like, I'm not. Because <laughs> cable is on his way out. So how else would you get people to watch it? I mean, but then I guess what? if we do pay-per-view, then the networks, the cable network might, might argue like, no, we still want to view it because then we want the viewerships. Okay, so, so they can do that. So, so think about it. You have – so think about what you're saying. Like NBC. Like let's say NBC has the Super Bowl one year. Okay, cool. We'll stream it for our regular consumers on cable. But then anyone who wants to pay additional will put it on Peacock. Oh, the next year it's on ABC – same thing. You want to watch it? It's on cable. We'll put it on ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and we'll put it on Hulu. The only one that I think doesn't have one is Fox, which is like at, like watch well, Fox it, now. But Fox is telling Disney bought all this shit up. So right, but the, like that's what I'm saying. It's like they definitely could do like a multi streaming if they really they wanted to. Like share together with some. They'll probably figure out a way for the money. But I, I think like, if you if you say a hundred dollars, it's like damn commercials though. Like, I'll be pissed. But you have ten people come over ten dollars per person. Like it just to me, it's very I think feasible. Saying, I think I mean, they blew their shot during COVID. They could have like, hey guys, it's COVID. Don't have a house. Don't have a party. Just stream it at your house with like four of your friends. Like they had a chance to do it last year. Uh, but I think give it four years, they'll be doing that bullshit. That's that's a, that's a good question though. But I, I, in my opinion, I just kind of see it going. Uh, but the other thing too that's really interesting is like we talk about if this were to happen, a player's gonna need a bigger share, correct? Like they're gonna need a bigger piece of the pie. But I found it interesting that you had a player in Texas, Quinn Ewers, skipped his senior year of high school to go to Ohio State. Just so he could do his name, image, and likeness. So he was the number one recruit. Well, he skipped his senior year. He for like foregoed his senior year of high school in Texas to enroll at Ohio State a year early, just so he could profit off his name. That's fucking genius. I mean, <laughs> that is did, he, genius. did he graduate? No, he's he just left how, it. How can you enroll? Okay, I mean, it's football. So I mean, <laughs> so, so, so don't figure it out. Star player to figure you're right, it out. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, and like it just to change track a little bit. The one thing that COVID taught me. Was it colleges don't give a shit about college? No. They are football programs with classes on the side. Yeah, they, they're side when, hustles teaching. When they literally told students, you cannot be in class together, we're going to make these big boys run up and down the field and <laughs> tag each other and cop each other's faces. Yeah, all right. But, uh, I mean, it's one of those weird things, too. It's 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 good on him now, um, you know, but how many people get to where they want to be? Well, I think it's interesting also, because how good is this particular player? Like, I mean, number one quarterback in the country. Yeah, that's why he's come a, from Texas. He's like, an exception. Like, he's he's the number one of his class. So, like, he could do that kind of stuff. He can go there. They're gonna shirt him. Like, yo, bro, rest. We got you. We're gonna get you training. He can do that kind of shit. Right. But the twentieth player on, on the on the roster gotta stay that. But see, here's here's where I predict. Right, when are high school players gonna start getting paid? California probably do in three years. Because you look at Texas. Like, this guy is the number one quarterback in the country, and he's playing high school ball in Texas and left that to go to a Midwest school. All those schools are pissed the fuck off that you did that. He, uh, there's got to be some they're gonna, boosters. They're, they're going to try to figure out some way to make that shit illegal. What? You think, like, the name, image, and likeness for no, NCAA? How he, or? How he, he left early to go do that. They're yeah. They're going to try to figure out a way to make that not happen. Because if he got there. And what's he majoring in, football? Like that, that's, that still bothers me. I'm like, he didn't finish his – he just skipped his senior year of high school. Like, I get it. Like, he just skipped the senior year. Like, so he had his like, college credits because like, you could get accepted early, I guess. But I was like, what's the odds of getting accepted early to a school? Is that good? Well, I, so I, I think the next question is, if you want to expand on that, is are you going to have college players making enough during their college careers that they just say, I'm good? Don't even probably. Go to the NFL? Oh, probably. Probably, I mean, and, absolutely. And, and the thing too is, like, you got to look at a lot of, a lot of these college dudes were the, the shit in college, got to the league and 
Yeah. Yeah, we're you nothing. Know, you're we're nothing. Like kids that were be, be the smart kids that can use their four years, make their money, start their own business, and have a fucking car wash yeah. and have the rest of their life. Yeah. You definitely have those kids. You have kids that are going to fail. You have kids. You're going to have a whole spectrum. Yeah. But that is hilarious. I mean, come I like on. Like, but I think that was a good point. I, I did wonder when do kids start getting paid for because you have these high school AAU kids that have a million followers already. That's going to be the big thing is the AAU basketball and kids. Just, like, like, when do you start? It's unfortunate. It's like, it's a slippery slope, but like, if they're making, if they're people are making money off of them, like it should be allowed. Like if, if I can go to an AU team as a fucking fourteen year old and you're selling out shit because of me, yo, I want some of that fucking profit. I mean, but they're, they're going to get my, it. Give some my fucking parents and, and with trust. And that's another question too: is like when do they start unionizing? Because there was a couple years ago Wasn't where the, did the school try to do that Northwestern tried to do it and they failed. But now it's like, hey, do you like try to bring it back since you're paid employees? And since most of you guys are going to schools that are run by the state. Are you now considered state employees? Like that would be like a big thing for me. Like, That's a very good question. but since that. technically like the school can't pay you, yeah. again, it's going to be so it's going to be such a slippery slope. We're in the wild west. I right mean, now. they can work it out because I know like if you look at most graduate students, almost all graduate students are considered employees, and they have union stuff. Because I went to Berkeley, and they that was just the whole thing there there, and that they had the union vote, and I didn't pay that shit that shit because I wasn't getting paid through that anyway. <laughs> like I was on my own thing, but I mean, there is there is a system already set up. For graduate students in most universities, at least in California, I mean, but yeah. most of them get some type of stipend and are considered employees. Um, so I, I, it can definitely happen for the football it's, players. It's football players are definitely going to make a lot, and I, I'm interested to see because we talked about this last time. Paige Buchers, trademarks, uh, Paige Bucket. She was the number one, you know, player arguably in college last year as a freshman at UConn. Had over a million followers on so Instagram. Wild, like in college, like what the fuck? I, I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of women athletes in college are going to start making money from like TikTok. Or Instagram and all make that stuff. Women stay over in America more now. They might get paid more. If if you can come in like ahead with marketing on your yeah. side, because that's why they usually leave because they can't get paid in WNBA. Yeah, true. And it's like you have someone like Diana Taurasi who's been one of the best basketball players of all time. But how many you know casual you know NBA fans know who she, who she is? I mean, we do obviously, but honestly, I think you have to really watch. If you watch college, you have to really know basketball though, who those girls are. That's true. Uh, but I do want to get to this because people have been wilding out, Victor. People have been walling out, like, on flights. People have been going crazy. (laughs) So I want to get to this one story about a 22-year-old named Max Berry. He was flying to Miami from uh, Ohio, and it looks like he got duct taped to a seat. It wasn't duct taped. It was, like, a plastic cereal, like. Saran wrap. Saran wrap. But you use it for, like, galleries and stuff. I just want to go over, like, what he did. So he had two alcoholic drinks, ordered another one. He uh, hit a flight attendant on her backside. Then he got up, went to the bathroom. Was walking around the plane shirtless for 15 minutes, then groped another uh, flight attendant, then then groped two of them before he got put and taped. Like, Victor, why are people so dumb so on like, airlines like, now? Like I told you, Curtis, I'm not saying I ever want to be there for the situation. I'm <laughs> fucking ready for the shit. <laughs> like I told you, that's why I always sit next to Curtis because we know, like, yo, Curtis. Let's do this shit. <laughs> sit your like, sit your dumb ass down right now. Like, like, like I got places to be right now. Like, hey, we ain't playing games, dog. We ain't playing games, ain't playing games I, dog. You know, I'm surprised that everyone on that plane didn't beat his ass. Like, that's <laughs> what I was so, like, people get so uh, shell shot. Like, yo, bro, like, this is like the time of the play. Let it go. So, like, I mean, I, I think part of it too is like. This dude had some ridiculous sense of entitlement. Oh, he was so like my, where, my, my parents yeah, are billionaire, millionaires, like yeah. Millionaire, and I, I, I forgot what it was. But you're in coach. But yes, go ahead. But it was like a couple <laughs> years ago where like this dude straight up like, I, I want to say like he killed a girl and like uh, his defense was that like, I forgot they called it, but his, his parents were like, oh, he's been college his oh, entire life. Oh, influenza. 
It was an influence. It was, it was affluenza. 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 Kid, it was the white boy who killed somebody. Like he was driving. He fucking yeah. hit like eight people. This motherfucker skipped his bail and he went to Mexico with the family. Yeah, and, shit, like, and then they were like, and they said they clinically said he was. I mean, I think they paid some dude to give to create he this knew, new this new disease. They called it affluenza. And that was his defense, and he got off. Because they oh, said gosh. he's been so rich that he didn't understand right from wrong. Oh wow, that is and fantastic! He, killed, like, he hit like eight fucking cars and killed people. Like, I mean, but I mean, dude, sounds like a, a classic case. Not saying that's going to be his defense, uh, but well, the worst part too was uh, that the airline went out initially and suspended that damn crew. Right, and I was like, yo, the reason why because they, they covered his mouth and. That was the part. Like, he can breathe. Listen, he can breathe. No, 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 His nose on. was open. Like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you gotta like put a man down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that. I mean, so I mean, one, their job is not to serve drinks; it's for the safety of the people on board. Yeah. Right. Also, where's the damn air marshal? There's supposed to be an air marshal. Yeah. Right. Where, where's that fool at? All right. right. So I mean, it was. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like, I think I believe I want to make sure I get this right. I believe this was a Frontier flight. Uh, but if this was Spirit Airlines, oh, it would have gone down. That's fight night. Yeah, oh, we so put that on pay per view. I pay for that. He would. I'll pay for that. For <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't even do that shit. Oh, no. like, get your dumb ass down. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The funny thing is, like, Spirit, this, this, the flight attendants wouldn't even mess with it. The people on Spirit would have beat his That's ass. That's why. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, the second he got with Trump, like, why your shirt off, boy? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, sit down, boy. It's in a little Nas X video. I've, <laughs> I've only flown one Spirit flight, and it wasn't a single happy person on that Spirit flight. Like, Misery loves like company, saying, like, including the crew. On the plane, like, I, don't, I don't fight nowhere on airport air, airlines. I think it's it's stupid because that's a felony. That's that's fucking no fly. Federal? Like, no, federal, I'm not like, doing I'm that. Not I like to go places. But Spirit. It's the one place when people start fighting. I'm like, I get why you're fighting. <laughs> I, I get why you're fighting. I get why you're mad. Uh, but no, before we, before we wrap up the show, I want I want to get to the Olympics. Uh, so Team USA, USA, a USA. We had a rocky start. Simone Biles wasn't competing. Our women's soccer team didn't do that great. Our basketball team started off slow, and we still ended up with more medals than anyone else. That's what the fuck we do. Over a hundred, and we ended up with the most gold. No doping either. We're not, no we're doping. doping. Kiss the ring, bitch. So, so Daryl, so after everything that happened last year with family and friends not being able to travel this year, with Toyota, the biggest sponsor of the Olympics, pulling out, with the people of Tokyo not wanting that many people, what were your overall thoughts on the Olympics this year? I did not watch the Olympics. <laughs> no. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, it, there's just... I haven't recovered from 2020 yet. Like, <laughs> You're still trying to catch up. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I was like, what? The Olympics? Okay. And then, like, you know, I heard people talking shit about Shakari Richardson because you want to smoke some weed. And I was like, ah. Like, yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, I'm I'm always proud of America coming together, the team doing what they got to do. Yeah. But, like, it just didn't even hit my radar. Like, yeah, you I know. Watched a, I watched a few. Ledecky. Katie Ledecky, I mean, beast. I, I didn't watch it live. Beast. I watched. I mean, I saw the. I saw the recaps. <laughs> you know? like, you can, like when you say the person, like say you're dominant. I'll say you're dominant. You show Ledecky's fucking time. She holds the top yeah. twenty five times. Right. In the race. That's the thing that's crazy. Like, is like what? Like, <laughs> the swimmers were beating their own world records, which was insane. Really was so good. Oh, okay. So swimming wise, I think the craziest thing was my sister and I were watching uh, with our family. We were watching. It was the fifteen hundred meter race in swimming. Dude, and Cassie was all like, "Oh no, that's thirty two laps." I'm like, no, that's bullshit. Like, he's not. And sure enough, these guys went 32 times. I was like, oh, my. And this guy, and he did, the, I can't remember the guy who won, but he did it in 14 minutes. And under that's 15 minutes. I'm watching, was like, 
Yo, this is a hundred meter. Like that was ten seconds. I'm like, bro, <laughs> dude, I'll there, be dead. <laughs> yeah. There are people that can't run that on the ground. Yes, at the same yes. Time. Well, we were watching one of the swimming races, and it was I think it was a fifty meter. So it was just you oh, dive in, straight, straight shot. And Cassie's like, my sister who swam in, in high school was like, oh yeah, you, they don't go above the water because it's so short. So when you looked, everyone jumped in and they stayed in the water the entire time and didn't pop up till they touched the wall. And I was like, no. Can't do it. Nope. My, my lungs ain't built like that. <laughs> no. send, send the rescue crew to get me because <laughs> I'm, I'm going down. Well, the amazing thing, too, is like, you know, when you can focus your entire body and life toward that, like, and to actually come through and then be recognized by the world, I know they got to feel great. Those are, real, yeah, those like, are real Olympians. That's why I don't like the basketball ones because, like, y'all niggas are fucking professionals, right? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking track and field, the pole vaulters, yeah. the fucking fencing niggas. It was the, <laughs> the real Olympians, bro. Dude, I mean, those wrestlers, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, so wait. Did you see that um, how Iran won the gold medal in karate? No. Oh, man, this is sad. So, essentially, I forget who he's fighting against. Um, but the Iranian guy was just getting his ass beat, handed to him, left and right. Like, it was kind of like Karate Kid where, like, Mr. Miyagi had to hold the dude up and, like, shake him up. <laughs> um, and then the guy, his opponent, throws a kick at the Iranian guy. And uh, he moved some kind of way, missed it, so he caught him in the neck, which is an illegal blow, and just, like, dropped the dude to the ground. <laughs> um, so he's on the stretcher. They're pulling him out, and they, like, go to the side, and they're like, uh, disqualification, Iranian guy wins. So the dude that won was, like, on a stretcher, still passed out, <laughs> oh and got the goal. <laughs> so, That's a funny story, though. But, hey, yo, medals, gold's gold. Like, hey, gold's gold. He is an Olympic gold medalist. We'll, we'll never take that away from him. I think there's some things that stood out to me. Number one, I'm not downloading or signing a Peacock. So, NBC, I'm sorry, but, like, I watched everything, like, <laughs> a day late or two days late. Mm-hmm. And number two, we talked about women, name, image, and likeness. The United States needs to do a better job of paying our women Olympians. Because when they win oh, gold, God. when they win gold and they get paid, like, you know, it was like yeah, it was something like not other people are getting paid that, I, and it's very, very sad. I mean, do the math. I'm pretty sure the majority of our gold of our medal count comes from the women on the team. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. We dominate. You know, our men's our men's do well, but I mean, I would say that the United States treats women's sports and develops women athletes 100 much better than the majority of the world. Off the back, yeah, yeah. Title, and also we're fielding every event. There are some countries that are like, yo, we got, we got, we got, you know, synchronized, we got synchronized women. Yeah, yeah, we got this our sport. We got, we got this. It, we got dressage. We got horse dancing. All right, yeah. <laughs> like, every category. Like, oh, we got four here, five there. Yeah, ten like, there. yeah. Like we will field every team, male and female. But I mean, the women are the ones holding it down for us. Yep. Um, no, I, I think like ups. when you like we talk about the women basketball team, fifty five straight wins like seven. an international. Come on, out of like, what seven out of eight Olympics? Like, yeah, since they start putting it in, like women have not lost. No, no, I was very proud to like watch our team and like I know it had to be a lot of, like COVID, uh, having to train an extra year, putting your whole life towards that. No family. Uh, couldn't have sex on the cardboard boxes in your room. If they I'm were pretty sure to. they could. Yeah, I mean they're they're world class <laughs> athletes. They'll figure it out. Wasn't Team USA staying somewhere else? They were like, "Yo, y'all, y'all not staying in the village anymore." <laughs> Probably like, they, they moved the gymnastic girl. They moved somewhere else. Like, nah, go to the hotel because they people were getting sick the first week they got out there. Like, oh yeah, Team nope. USA, where USA. Like there. with men's basketball, like Bradley Bill was supposed to be on the team. He had to leave. He got COVID. So yeah. uh, I'm just proud to watch it. Uh, we only got three years till the next one. Which is gonna be in Paris, and then of course next year we have the Winter Olympics back in uh, Beijing. Uh, so they had the 08 Summer Olympics, and now they have the 2022 Winter Olympics before we have it in 2028 and here in LA. But uh, gotta thank Cousin Daryl for coming on the podcast. Yep. Uh, not probably- to listen to it, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you'll subscribe to it. I- but you'll share it. You'll tell people. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. 
I I can't promise I'll try, it's, it's <laughs> but I'll I'll, I'll try to try. It's good for plane rides. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, uh, Daryl, thanks for coming on. Probably first time, last time. Uh, Victor, where can people find you, and where can people find the show? Well, you guys can find the show at the Eros Podcast. That's T H E E R O S P O D C A A S T on Instagram and Twitter. You can always find me at Instagram and Twitter as well. V I C underscore G W four O's and three D's. Nice. You can find me at Curtis Sheehan on Twitter or at Chilling with Curtis on Instagram. That's chilling with no G. Uh, Daryl, I would give you a shout-out. You will out, not find me. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to be out there like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But no. <laughs> uh, Daryl, thank you again for coming on the show. I uh, hope you guys like, download, and subscribe to this, and we'll see you next time. Wear a mask.